So right off the bat, that is that raises a red flag. 30, 320,000 tons of gold is more gold than has ever been produced uh, in the entire world history, plus all of the gold reserves that are underground. So uh, the government, or uh, Uganda, which is, Uganda is uh, the size of, I don't know, New Jersey. Sure. They're claiming that they have more gold than has ever been produced in human history. Probably not. All right, welcome to the Angel Research Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Stutman, and we are here as usual today to discuss the market's hottest stock stories and investment opportunities. We've got Luke Burgess on the show. Luke is the founder and managing director of multiple investment advisory services, including Junior Mining Trader and The Crow's Nest. He also contributes to multiple financial publications, including The Outsider Club and The Bull and Bust Report. Uh, Luke is probably best categorized as an expert in resource stocks and precious metals investing. And today, uh, Luke is going to help us talk about a... uh, uh, an asset, an investing asset that I think uh, most investors are familiar with, and that is gold. Uh, a lot of investors are wondering about gold right now, uh, with inflation recently hitting 40-year years, 40 year highs. So Luke is going to tell us uh, his thoughts on inflation as a gold hedge in the, in the current market. Uh, maybe he's going to share some of his favorite ways to invest in gold. Uh, maybe we can pick his brain on some of his favorite gold stocks. And uh, possibly the most interesting thing that we'll talk about today is uh, our recent claims of an absolutely massive gold find in Africa that, if true, would mark one of the biggest uh, gold discoveries, if not the biggest gold discovery in history. Uh, And Luke has some strong uh, thoughts on this and opinions, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Quick disclaimer, nothing that we say here today, as usual, is financial uh, or personal financial advice. Uh, We can give you tools and insights to make good investment decisions, but we can't make those trades for you. Also, if you like the content, like the video, if you uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel. And uh, if you have anything to say, leave a comment. Uh, Luke, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. Thanks for having me. Uh, y- you've been on the show before. And the last time that you were on here, we talked a little bit about your background and expertise. I don't want to you know, repeat too much of that. But I did want to dig a little bit deeper into um, a, uh, a personal hobby of yours, uh, which, is, uh, which is coin collecting. Because um, I think it kind of speaks to the fact that you're not just interested in precious metals professionally. Uh, this is a genuine interest of yours. Um, you know this, but I'll kind of inform the audience. Uh, my grandfather recently passed away, and uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, we were cleaning out his stuff and trying to figure out what to do with all of his things, and one of the things that I came across was a, uh, a coin collection. And I thought to call you immediately, and uh, you, I, I was very impressed with uh, your level of knowledge and how quickly you were able to identify all the coins, um, identify, you know, tell, tell me what I should look for, and you knew the value ranges. Uh, it ultimately wasn't worth that much, but uh, I, I, was, I was very impressed. So I guess I had a couple of questions about that hobby, um, maybe just uh, to kind of kick it off. How did you get started investing, uh, not investing in coins, uh, but collecting coins, um, and, and what kind of interests you about that? Um, so, you know... I guess I've been interested in collecting coins ever since I was a little kid. Um, I had a little encyclopedia uh, when I was about 10 years old uh, that it had some old coins in it, and I, I just got really interested in it from there. I really don't – I can't tell you at what point I thought, like, oh, I love coins now. But Sure. Um, sometime in my childhood. And did that precede your interest <clears throat> in, like – Prob- I mean, probably if you're 10, did that precede your interest in investing in, in metals and things like yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I, I think, I think, I guess, what I, 
like best guess of like what really interests me in coins is the um, the foreign nature of them that that you can have some a piece of uh, Japan in your hand or you can have a sure. piece of like ancient China in your hand. You know, it's it's just like a little collectible. I mean, that's what it is, right? Okay, so is this a is this a viable way to invest or to make money? No, for absolutely you? not. It's not. It's no, just, so this is just an not. interest. Yeah, and I would recommend anyone uh, staying away from trying to invest in uh, coins or any kind of collectible. Because I see a lot of com- I see a lot of commercials. Uh, I feel like you know, like infomercials late at night. People talking about you know, buy this gold coin. It's going to be worth a lot. Is that all kind of kind of BS? Um, they're all just extremely overpriced. There, there's nothing fake, but they're just like really charging you double for like what you can buy on eBay for this half the price. Okay, and if someone has happens to have a collection of coins at home, uh, what kind of coins should they be looking for? So I mean, anything that's obviously anything gold. Right, that's going to be the most valuable. But uh, anything silver, silver coins are always uh, the most popular ones. U.S. coins are valuable, um, but you know, foreign coins really aren't worth anything. Um, any anything that is anything that is like meant as a collectible is typically not that valuable. Sure, because they've printed so many of them, and all the collectors have already purchased a- them. And they were pr- they've been preserved in uh, cases they were intended to be saved. The coins that are, are collectible are mm. the, that are valuable are the ones that are destroyed for whatever reason or um, not intended to be saved. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, okay, let's move on to more traditional ways to invest yeah. in gold. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, uh, ex- inflation is, is still extremely high. Um, obviously, the, the most recent data we got back, I, I believe, at the at the time of this recording, it might have been it it may be decelerating a little bit, but it's still very high. Yet. Gold doesn't seem to be kind of like skyrocketing as you would typically expect it to. So my question to you is kind of what's going on here? Um, are we like have we entered an era where like gold is no longer the the reliable inflation hedge that it, it once was? Or is there some kind of delay in, in, in a spike and we should be expecting gold to move soon? What are, what are your thoughts on all that? Well, so the relationship between gold and inflation is very short. We talk about like a historical relationship, but we really only mean a history of 100 years. Um, gold absolutely has a thousands a history that goes back thousands of years of wealth preservation. But in terms of like inflation, that only really matters um, as far as the history of fiat currency, which is several hundred years old. But in what by what we mean as uh, inflation of the U.S. dollar, that's only that's 100 years old. Um, so we re- and uh, prior to 1975, it was illegal for U.S. citizens to own gold. So we really only have uh, less than 50 years of uh, data to to determine that to say that gold is a good or not a good inflation hedge. In the past, it has acted as a pretty good inflation hedge, but other things have too. Uh, real estate is an inflation hedge. Um, I think that. It's inflation. Gold's inflation uh, status ebbs and flows. It, it it was very popular to own gold as an inflation hedge in 2011. Today, it's not so much. Other people want other things. So you say 2011, right? Which was a couple of years after the financial crisis. Is that what we're what you're expecting right now with gold? Should like basically, does the economy have to go into the shitter for gold to start running up? Or are people gonna are people gonna buy it kind of earlier? What's 
So I think <laughs> the economy would really have to go into this shitter for gold to, I think, really respond positively. Okay. So now when I say that gold is maybe not so much of an inflation hedge as you think it is, um, I don't. I don't mean that in I, in terms of, in times of hyperinflation, gold has absolutely been uh, a valuable asset. If you sure. look at, look at like in Venezuela, the price of gold skyrocketed uh, along with everything else. But that's well, you don't want that. Like if 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 we're having hyperinflation, you're having other problems that sure. are bigger than you know. You're, you're not worried about your gold uh, holdings. Um, but nine percent inflation—that's not really hyperinflation. That's that just ends up with more people complaining that you know they have to spend more at the grocery store and then they can't spend as much at the bar. That's really what that means. Okay. So regardless of price. Um even if gold is flat or maybe even if it's ticking down a little bit, uh, there are still ways to make money in gold. And I think this is kind of your area of expertise, which is in um, specifically in, in mining companies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe you could help the audience know, you know, what are you looking for in a gold miner? Um, and and what to tell, what, maybe what tells you like that a gold deposit is promising? Gold, the actual process of mining the gold is very complicated. And pr- uh, mining and processing, it's, it's, it's very complicated. But the premise of it is... Very simple. You just going. You just want to produce a product for less than you can sell it. Um, so, when we're talking about prices, as long as the price is high enough that you can sell it for, you know, more than you're producing it, uh, gold miners don't mind if it's two thousand dollars an ounce or three thousand dollars an ounce. Okay. They, in fact, they'd prefer a steadier price than uh, a, fl- a fluctuating price. Okay. What about like the? Is there Anything like the concentration of of gold in a deposit that that you're looking for, like when you're looking at uh, like a survey for gold, like what tells you that something is partic- is more promising than than another? So could, you're asking about could, grades. Well, yeah, you've talked to me about quality before, and I know that you kind of have like pretty like strong like opinions on uh, how gold percentages are kind of discussed in in a lot of uh, in a lot of financial media. Um, I think I feel like you think that there's a lot of like uh, uh, kind of misconceptions, um, and I, maybe this is a good opportunity for you to kind of clarify some of those things. Yeah, sure. Okay, so okay, what you're talking about is uh, gold exploration. Yeah. So when gold explorers they go out and drill and they report their their findings, they are going to report that in basically two ways or two parts of uh, of, a, uh, of a sentence. They're going to say uh, we have drilled uh, X grams of gold per ton over X meters. So uh, it's it's basically that they drilled you know this this long section of of core and from this small section they've got approximately x uh, grams per ton uh, in this over this length here. So what people are looking for, what market, what the envi- investors are looking for mostly is high grade. High grade uh, moves stock prices. So when the market sees you know 30, 40 grams per ton, they like that. If they see 100, 200 grams per ton, they love that. But what they are, what they don't pay attention to, are the lengths. So more often than not, you'll see these super high grades, 100, 200 grams per ton, over a half a meter, which is uh, a foot and a half. So could they just basically select like they do? Could they they could pick. Yeah, they just basically are, yeah. are picking the most concentrated yes. spot and then yes. hoping that investors are extrapolating off. This of that. is exactly what they're doing. Okay. Right, yeah, and this is. I mean, this it's not unethical or illegal but this is this is how they do it sure so you're saying you want high grams per ton and you also want 
a good like we a, want the big length yes that's actually the length to me is one of the more important parts the the grade is sure because like you said they could just pick that okay it's very d- much harder to select you know find a long long uh yeah intersection that makes sense um is there any kind of uh i, I view a lot of things from a technological perspective um are is there is there any kind of special equipment or technology that certain miners use that allow them to extract gold uh cheaper than other miners do or does everyone basically use the same kind of uh the same kind of you know equipment so today there's actually a lot of really exciting technology being implemented in into mining um ai uh, autonomous vehicles um so rio tinto is uh, one of the companies who's like leading the way on this they have automated autonomous drillers they have autonomous trucks um they have autonomous trains um I think in the future, the, the AI is going to be way more helpful in also the exploration of, of these minerals. Gotcha. Um, this is going to drive down prices, or I'm sorry, this is going to drive down costs, which is going to increase the profit. So yes, absolutely. There are tons of new technologies that are that are being implemented right now. Okay. Um, so do you have any like picks and shovel plays then uh, that, that are particularly interesting? <clears throat> so I have been looking f- uh, for some AI plays, but most of the companies uh, right now are startups. Uh, they're like one or two million dollar companies yeah. and illiquid. Um, a lot of them that I've looked at have like an average daily value of a thousand shares and gotcha. trading at uh, two cents. So, I mean, $20 a day. What about a company like Caterpillar? Um, do they, are, I, th- I think they make some kind of like automated like, they do. like mining rigs. They and stuff. do. Um, but Caterpillar also makes uh, everything. So, yeah, so it's not really. It's, it's not a pre or play. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. So, uh, you know, we're talking about deposits. Uh, I want to kind of shift the conversation to uh, to these big claims that are coming out of uh, Uganda. Um, just to give a little bit of context to the audience, uh, a few weeks ago, Uganda announced that it has uh, it struck a deposit of something like 31 million tons of gold ore. I can see the smile on your face that you think this is uh, nonsense. Um, uh, MiningReview.com, uh, and I think they may be just kind of regurgitating this from what uh, what the Ugandan government had kind of said, but they, they said that it's worth uh, like something like $12 trillion worth of uh, U.S. gold. Um, you have you brought this story to me, but you've also told me that it's kind of nonsense. So, um, what's what is what do you feel like is illegitimate about about this supposed gold find going on in Uganda? So, well, I the first the story of broken Reuters. When I first read the story, I thought it was a mistake. I honestly thought, oh, they just made a mistake, uh, and they'll print a correction later on, and that'll be it. And no mis- there was no correction. Uh, in fact, over the next month, people kept sending me the article, like, hey, look, Uganda found all this gold. What's sure. up with this? And I th- it just came back over and over. So I, had to, I finally looked into it and tried to find out exactly what's going on. So the original Reuters article uh, reported that the Uganda government has, is claiming that they have discovered uh, 320,000 tons of gold within 31 million uh, tons of ore. So right off the bat, that is that raises a red flag. 30, 320,000 tons of gold is more gold than has ever been produced uh, in the entire world history, plus all of the gold reserves that are underground. So uh, the government, or uh, Uganda, which is, Uganda is uh, the size of, I don't know, New Jersey. Sure. They're claiming that they have more gold than has ever been produced in human history? Probably not. That's that's not the case. And when you look at the numbers again, they are saying that they have 
320,000 tons of gold within 31 million um, metric tons. That would mean the average grade of this uh, ore is over 10,000 grams per ton. That's not likely. Okay. If, have they released like uh, the grams per ton, or are they no, kind of they haven't they haven't given any they samples or they, there's no sampling. They, they have presented nothing other than they haven't even done any drilling to to, to claim this. Sure. The um, the claims are made off of airborne surveys and a, a couple other geochemical tests. What what I am assuming happened is either one it is still a mistake, and they meant three hundred twenty thousand ounces, not three hundred thousand. T- tons okay. that would actually make more sense. Um, if they didn't, what they did was, if it's not just a flat out lie, if they just didn't make this number up. They took a tiny sample and tested it, and says, oh, and they said, okay, well, this has sur- uh, a very high concentration of gold, so we're going to assume that the entire country has this gold. It's like me going outside and finding twenty dollars on the street and assuming every street in Baltimore City sure. is going to They're have. They're extrapolating 20- out much further than they right, should, you right. think. Okay, so you think that this is this claim is too good to be true. It's absolutely too good to be true. And it's it's also important to note that the Ugandan government is actively trying to uh, get investors. So it's 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 false, and they know it's false. They're just trying to hype people up to, to get money into the country. Okay, I'm going to present to you my conspiracy theory here. Lay it on me. Okay, because I, I did a little bit of research here, and you could tell, let me know what you think about this. Um, so... Uh, the, the U.S. sanctioned Uganda in, in March for uh, for smuggling gold from Congo. Right. Um, is, is this massive gold find some sort of, like, front so that they can smuggle more gold from Congo? Highly unlikely. <laughs> so um, what the Ugandan government is claiming, they're not claiming that they've mined any gold. Uh, that that have, that would have been smuggled. They're just claiming that they found it. Um, but I see what you're saying. That would they'd say, like well, they're, they're we laundering, just got it from, right? They're they laundering just, the the gold. So no. the, the, another. So I the this was an, I've, I sent you this video yesterday, and maybe like because I'm trying to maybe provide some more context for my my conspiracy theory here. But um, it was in a, exactly a year earlier, in March 2021, that uh, there was this video that that released of there were you know apparently some. A mountain of gold in in Congo, yeah. and there's hundreds of people. Uh, and there's this video online. It went viral at the time, and they're all just kind of digging up gold from the ground, and it's just like super super rich gold. Uh, is that, you know, is is this some is the the Uganda gold claim some sort of front for this massive gold gold find in, in the Congo? Or well, is, is let that... me ask you, you you saw the photos. Did you see any gold? I saw them sifting through a like they were sifting through a thing, and it looked like it was pretty. Looked like there was some gold in there. Well, I don't know. They would, if they had this much gold, they would be showing you the gold. So the 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 article that you you're pointing to, so it said they had a uh, sixty to ninety percent gold. That means that ha- more than half of the rock is gold, and it's been sitting there in a mountain. No one's ever saw it. No one's ever decided to mine this thing. Sure. There's no way that that's true. So what happened in there, I'm still looking into that, but what I am assuming happened is somebody, uh, it's a fake, somebody made a fake video. Uh, They basically found a little, they they took a little gold, put it in the ground, and then pretended to find it, you know, and then they posted this to some uh, social media website and it caused a gold rush. Yeah. Well, the the government had to 
ban I saw that, mining yeah. on that mountain because so many people were just like flocking to the area. And so this thing, it happens sometimes. It, it happens like this. I, I was actually, after you saw, sent me that article, I, I went looking for, um, there's another story that I don't know exactly what country it is. I, I can't find it. It was either Indonesia or Indian, India, somewhere in the South Asia. Um, somebody had faked a video about finding gold on the beach. And this caused, like, all the locals to come run it, and they started digging up the beach looking for the gold. It's just some fake video of some guy. Are people just doing that for fun? Like, for laughs? <sighs> That's a good question. I don't know what the motivation is. I would hope that they're profiting from this in some way. I, wouldn't, I would hope you would, you would hope they're actually yeah, su- yeah. succeeding? I, in... <laughs> well, I, my hope is, like, the guy who did it is, like, a guy who owns, like, a local restaurant and he just wants people to come to the area okay, to get fair. to his restaurant. Uh, I'm, just, I'm hoping it's not just somebody looking for attention or just doing it as a hoax. Yeah. I mean, I was just surprised at the number of people that were in that video. Like, that's a big – like, I guess unless they – you know, they could have said something and then, you know, attracted everyone there, and then that's when they took the video. But uh, it's, it's also the Congo. It's a very poor country. Uh, if, if you told any uh, third-world country that there's a big mountain of gold, you'd have uh, masses – migrating or descending on this mountain that makes sense uh so you're saying uganda is not a good investment opportunity absolutely not okay uh so if not uganda uh where where should investors uh which regions should investors be looking at right now uh for in in terms of finding uh, good gold miners and good uh good gold prospects okay so there's absolutely one that you absolutely need to be a part of right now and that's newfoundland i know that we have been talking about this newfoundland thing for quite a long time um uh but it is the discovery is still there. Um, the work is still being done. It takes a long time. Where Where is Newfoundland? Uh, is Canada. Okay. Uh, Eastern Canada. Um, back in 2020, Newfound Gold uh, made a pretty large discovery. And if you, six months later, about spring 2021, this sort of kicked off, kicked off a gold rush into the region. Um, since then, the price of gold has really pulled back, and it kind of lost a loss there. And all the share prices have have pulled back, but the discovery is still there. Um, what uh, the mar- the the geology hasn't changed; just the market has changed. Can you give us some maybe some context on how big this discovery is, or what like you know what which surveys maybe turn like turned you onto this and and told you that this was this was real as opposed to you know kind of these other surveys will have did you was there something that had basically a you know high concentration of gold and a long length or well so like right so so far newfound gold has produced they've put out multiple drawer results that that suggest that they do have something large uh, but from the beginning they have been comparing the queensway project to the falsterville project in australia okay the falsterville project uh, sold in 2015 uh, for a billion dollars and this gold at the time was about $1,100 an ounce. So we can assume that if Queensway is, uh, can be compared to the uh, Fosterville project, it's worth at least a billion dollars in 2015 with gold at $1,000 an ounce. Well, gold's at $1,700 an ounce right now. Um, and I actually don't know what Newfound's gold's market cap is off the top sure. of my head, but it is—it's not a billion dollars. Gotcha. Is that the only company that you're eyeing right now, or are there multiple? No, absolutely not. So um, uh, there. So when there's a big discovery like this, um, other companies go and looking look for gold around the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that the way that uh, gold deposits are formed, they just don't like sort of like pop up um, independent or like in one spot sort of come up in like a 
in a fan almost. Uh, if you so, if you basically if you find one gold deposit, there's a very good chance you're going to find another one very nearby. There's an old saying uh, geologists have: uh, the best place to find gold is where somebody else has already found it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and if anyone wants any specific information on uh, on those companies, uh, where would they have to look? Okay. So you definitely want to check out our junior mining trader. Um, check out Outsider Club. Uh, Newfoundland, Newfoundland is a topic I've been talking about uh, in Outsider Club for almost two years now. I'm almost kind yeah. of sick of it, to be honest with you. Sure. But, I mean, uh, you were spot on on that call, though, That the, that you know from the time that you uh, recommended uh, Newfound Gold. Newfound Gold. That, they, that stock, I mean, there I, was, I, don't, I might be wrong here. Did it, like, double or triple within that time frame? Or? It tripled. Yeah. There, there was a lot. Uh, about newfound gold that investors really weren't paying attention to. They weren't paying attention to the first a couple of drill results, which did have high grades and thick with thick uh, uh, intersections. Um, but you know, one of the things that we should have been paying attention to more was their uh, drill program. They had planned to drill a hundred thousand meters, uh, which is insane. Uh, it's like. Uh, other companies, uh, when their initial drill programs, maybe they drill ten thousand. These guys are going balls to the wall at sure. hundred thousand. They've actually upped that up to four hundred thousand meters, which I am pretty sure is the largest drill campaign ever to be conducted uh, on a single property under one. Uh, you know. So do you still like them? Absolutely. Okay. So this stock is, uh, I think it's about five, six, six dollars right now. Yeah. Um, and I think it's pulled back simply because just gold is not uh, a desirable asset. It has nothing to do with price. It's just um, there's no there's no hype around gold right now. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for revealing that stock. Um, I know that you don't want to give away all the others, uh, so we'll leave a link in the description for anyone who's uh, maybe interested in joining a Junior Mining Trader. Yeah, so let me say there are probably like 20, 25 companies that are surrounding them. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't are, have sure. much. You know, half of them showed up because, you know, Newfound Gold found something. But the other ones, they actually are on uh, on track to find something pretty big. Okay. Uh, well, is there anything else you want to chat about or plug today? Or I got nothing. Okay, cool. Luke, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> thanks uh, for having me. So, yeah.